All right, this is John. And this is Sean. And this is Movie Night with Sean and John. (laughs) Hello. Hello, and happy Halloween. Halloween special. Yeah, this is a Halloween movie, spooky movie night with John and Sean. (laughs) Halloween uh, special edition. Uh, and we just saw Halloween 2018. <laughs> That's what the, I guess, uh, the third movie in the franchise to be called Halloween. So you, there's either Halloween 1978, Halloween 2007, or Halloween 2018. You have so to, you have to specify. Yeah. Before we jump right into it, we're going to talk about uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of this franchise because <laughs> you've you've seen all. 11 films i have and uh <laughs> my brain doesn't Recently. function at the at its fullest potential so we're gonna now. get I'm, into I'm we're gonna get into the original the classic uh halloween 1978 yeah. we're gonna talk about some of the oddities in there in between i've only seen a couple of them so it's a weird you're gonna weird have to windy walk, road you're gonna walk us through <laughs> um, so we'll kind of yeah we'll touch on uh, so where some should we of the start? Should we things? start at the beginning with let's, with the original? Yeah. Let's start where it all began. 1978. Uh, yeah. So, John Carpenter's Halloween. So this yes. is the highest. Gro- okay. Until Blair Witch was made, this was the uh, highest grossing independent Ooh. film ever made. Wow. So it's made with three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, and it grossed eighty million worldwide. Wow. Which is probably why they keep making these movies and why the franchise is so loved it was just a kind of a diamond in the rough it yeah it was a moment happened. in time yeah it was a moment in time and uh see but the it, it exists beyond that point it's kind of transcended that point because the movie itself to me is so good oh the yeah. original film is it holds up to time so it was a movie that was like of the moment but the original film still like really holds up to me yeah it's timeless like even seeing it now 40 years later i just watched it recently and all the things that i loved about it when i was a kid i still you know yeah. it, it makes you actually feel afraid at times because there are certain fears that you might have just you know there's you, certain fears that it it kind of pulls upon and it it does a good job of doing that i think yeah, it's uh, it's kind of bare bones story wise, but just yeah. the atmosphere and the cinematography is great. See, so you want do you want to give a brief synopsis of Halloween? Oh, Halloween. Uh, well, nineteen seventy eight. I mean, sure. So, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, she's in a few of these. <laughs> the, <laughs> she's it was her a, first film. Was, was it? Yeah. Wow. So she's playing Laurie Strode, who is the principal character of of the film outside of Michael Myers himself, who's this uh psychiatric facility escapee who's right. murdering people uh, on Halloween night in, in what's the town that they're in? Haddonfield, Haddonfield Illinois. Illinois. It is a fictitious town. Okay, cool. And then so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the gist of it. He, he escaped from an insane asylum, right? Yep. And then and, he's, uh, he's murdering uh, young people on Halloween night. And Dr. Loomis, played by uh, Donald Pleasance, yes. is his psychiatrist, and he's the only one who really knows the extent how... to which he is evil. Right. Uh, Michael Myers, like in the, the very first, you know, shots of the film, he's killing his, like, sister. So even from a very young age, he's, like, evil. Loomis knows this. Right. And tries to, like, kind of rein everybody in and be like, no, we got to find this guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, the movie, the original film to me has so much charm. 
Oh, like, yeah. Something about the way that the shots are framed, the fact that it's on film, the soundtrack is like original and the music, but it almost sounds like that music has just existed forever. It's yeah. almost like you know those songs. They're like somewhere in your subconscious when you hear them as a kid for the first time, you just love, you know, hearing the, you know, score and the sounds are original. Uh, so the music has a lot to do with it too for me, but the whole movie I think is like perfect. I uh, I totally agree. And I think, uh, you know, what you're talking about, like the music elevating the movie, John Carpenter did right. the music himself. Uh, because they had such a low budget, but uh, the way that it's cut to the movie and the way yeah. that it's paced is perfect. You couldn't go pick songs to fit that movie, right? That and, way. and and you can tell that it's like an auteur kind of like thing because it's all per- so perfectly synchronized and right. executed. Uh, it's not surprising that it's like one person who's orchestrating all this because right. it's, it's so his, it's his vision. Yeah, and and yeah, just an amazing movie. I was just telling uh, a friend like hadn't seen this movie, and I was like, dude, how can you have not seen the oh, original man. Halloween? Because it's like just um, so when it was holds a, up. How old were you the first time you saw the original Halloween? I can't say exactly. Probably in my, uh, like, between 10 and 13 or something, maybe. Yeah. So, I think I was probably about the same age, and my parents had it on VHS. Yeah, we did, too. And uh, I remember... I wasn't allowed to watch it. I I I don't think I was either, and one of my friends was staying the night, and I think we took it from, like, where my parents had their, like... (laughs) Right. Their, like, R-rated movies or whatever. There's some allure to it because it's, like, forbidden. Yeah. And I had always seen that cover, like, at Blockbuster and at different places, and it we put it in and it it really creeped me out those yeah. follow shots oh. uh the music just everything the slow pacing yeah. it's really that's what i love feeling. about that movie is the building of the tension how lumbering the edits are how michael myers is not in a hurry at all he's just kind of like this like very large just kind of slow moving just slow paced right. you know very deliberate yeah and yeah and slow. the shots are long and, and they build a lot of uh they'll be you know, further away, and you'll just see him kind of in the distance, and it's just it sets up the whole. Uh, it's like tension and then release, you know? right? Tension and release, and it just kind of keeps pulling on that. Um, what do you think about that opening shot in the movie? That follow shot that starts outside the house, goes around the back door, through the living room, then up the stairs to the sisters' room. Oh yeah, that's yeah. one solid shot. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. And that was groundbreaking at that time. It was Panavision's steady shot. It was called the Pano Glide, and it was like an eighty-pound <laughs> apparatus that you had to wear. It's like a steady cam kind of, right? A, like a yeah. big machine that you wear right. that's strapped on you, and it took them like nine tries. Oh, but sure. it's it's like one steady single yeah. shot. It's yeah. it's really crazy because they and don't when, when the, they don't when the do mask that, on, you know. Yeah. Once the mask goes it, on, so they, they I love that, that as an idea, camera. you know, because when I saw that for the first time, that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. That was shot from point of view like that. Yeah. Uh, and in 1978, yeah. that was groundbreaking. Yeah. It, that was yeah. crazy. I guess context it makes up for a lot of, of um, or shows a lot of the genius of this because it, it was so groundbreaking at the time. Right. But it's, to me, the other thing that stands out about the original Halloween is how well it holds up to time. That's not a, just of a, a moment. It, like, lasted much longer and has influenced so many, you know, movies. Yeah, pretty you, much every slasher horror movie right. since then is right. derivative of Halloween. Right. We were just uh, talking about that, too. So it, this was shot on a really low budget. Um, 
the actors had to wear their own clothes or they bought them from like Sears. Like Jamie Lee Curtis had never been in a uh, film before. Yeah. And they didn't know that Janet Lee was her mom. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom is in Psycho. Oh. She's the one that gets killed. And it just happened to, it was like a coincidence. Wow. That's weird. That's her daughter. But yeah, they had, they pretty much wore their own clothes to set. Right. Uh, They had no money and they shot this in California. I and all of, the leaves, yeah, or they had like four bags of leaves, and they go dump them in the street and blow them before each shot, right, right, right. and then have to cut, go sweep up all the leaves and stuff them back in Dude. bags, <laughs> and then go for the next for the next uh, shot. So it's like real low budget and real DIY, but it's really effective. Yeah, it it is effective, and I think it's because it's DIY, and probably because people are comfortable. They're in their own clothes. It seems like there was an atmosphere on set, you know. Yeah. Or it seems yeah. like uh, just very visceral, you know. It seems real, you know. It's like like it doesn't feel um, too contrived or anything. Right. Like it seems like they're all in their own, you know. It's, it sounds like what you're saying. They just show up in their own clothes, and it's like, okay, <laughs> we're gonna shoot this thing. You I know think what I mean? they shot it in like. In less than three weeks. The interactions... It was, it was a small amount of time. The interactions seem plausible enough, right. you know? It's not, like, outlandish at all. So, if you had to retrograde uh, Halloween for oh. a movie night review, what would you give it? I think Halloween is a perfect horror movie. Like, it's one of my favorites ever. I'd say five stars. I would also agree. Yeah. Uh, perfect, perfect five <laughs> stars for me. Uh, I, I've seen this movie like 20 times and I still get creeped out. Yeah. Those, those shots are just really unsettling and creepy and it's perfect. It's, it's a, yeah, it's iconic at this point. It kind of represents whole genres of movies have kind of like been made in the wake of this movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, all of the Friday, thir- the 13th movies are just copies of Halloween. Right. And so, even the directors of those movies say that. So, yeah, flawless victory for John Carpenter. <laughs> uh, loved it. And, Who's and, also, John Carpenter's done some really cool stuff, too. He did, like, The Fog and uh, The yeah. Thing. I don't know that I've seen a lot of that. And, and I oh, would man, be really the interested thing is to awesome. see that. Uh, he did, I think, I In the Mouth of Madness, um, which is kind of cool. He's yeah, done. He's got, he's got some, some. Oh, They Live. They Live is awesome. I haven't seen that. So if you're yeah. a fan of like of kind of like B horror, I would definitely suggest like <laughs> looking at his catalog. Out. Yeah. So which one do you want to talk about next? Do you want to quickly Just go walk down us the through line. the yeah? Because you're much more prepared than I am. I know the second film is a sequel, direct sequel to the first film. Yeah. So Halloween two picks up immediately where the, the original of. one starts off. So right. it came out two years later. It starts off right. Uh, they give a little recap, show the shooting, and then picks up from there. So Jamie Lee Curtis goes to the hospital, and Michael Myers follows Donald her Donald Pleasance is back as Loomis. As Dr. Loomis. So and, there's uh, some reprising, uh, you know, roles. Yeah, roles yeah. reprised. And then it's revealed in the movie that Jamie Lee Curtis is, or Laurie Strode is Michael Myers' sister. Yes. Like younger sister. So this is controversial, though, in the, in the canon of this franchise, because a lot Very. of people argue that that's not, canon or whatever they, yeah. they they argue that that shouldn't be a factored into the story at all and that that's not true that's just like one guy's interpretation of an off movie anyway and this so is I, only the second sequel <laughs> <laughs> it's getting way it, worse yeah the franchise is such a mess and that's the real problem and we were talking about this is like we've talked a little bit about franchising and just how that i think affects 
movies as a whole and and uh, where we're at now with comic book movies and franchising of just everything everything yeah. needing to be a part of a greater universe that's basically the whole problem with yeah it's the problem with franchising is that it turns out shit like this that's just so cobbled together and incoherent that like they have to go back and redefine things. They're like, right. oh, no, she really isn't his sister. It's just all haphazard, and it's all indiscriminate. But, like, there's whole multiple films that say otherwise. Oh, yeah. So it's just... So you're negating a movie that came out in 1980. There's a lot like, of oh, that. Oh, that's not real, and that right. was 38 years ago, so the and whole, now we're having to backtrack. Yeah, the whole franchise, it's not, like, linear or anything like that. No. Some of the movies exist in separate universes. It's just so convoluted, I guess. But let's continue, because we're only on so, the second film. <laughs> so I read, <laughs> a, a, I read an interesting article on Forbes about the Halloween series, because I was trying to look up the uh, cost per... per Per film, and then what the take was. Yeah. So the original one, three hundred twenty-five thousand to make, right. it made eighty million. 80 that million. one's got the biggest spread. Right. Halloween two turned out profit three. The profit margin shrinks by, by every movie? sequel. Oh wow. yeah, some of them like barely made five million dollars. Right. But uh, it was interesting in the article because they said that this is like the best uh, choose your own adventure uh movie franchise and basically uh, the, i think if you took every sequel every number of combinations of sequels there's like 240 something different possible ways oh that you gosh. could watch the series <laughs> oh my and gosh. different like storylines you could follow oh it's, my it's gosh. i think it's kind of funny um <laughs> but i just thought i'd throw that out there okay so halloween three halloween three is one of the greatest films ever made uh they did not want to make a sequel to halloween two so uh, this is standalone. This is standalone. John Carpenter's idea was that on every Halloween night, something, some crazy thing would happen. Right. So Halloween three started almost this, like a Tales of the Crypt kind of right, a which is kind of an interesting thing. concept. Yeah, yeah. So Halloween three is about a businessman that makes uh, Halloween masks, silver shamrock masks, <laughs> and they have pieces of Stonehenge in a computer chip uh, in the mask, and whenever you watch a commercial. Uh, the it activates a computer chip and it turns your right. head into snakes and bugs, right? And he just wants to kill kids because yeah. it's his Halloween joke, and that's wow. it. It's crazy. It's so, it's so weird. It is fun though, but I love it. I, and yeah. the soundtrack is awesome. I I recommend Halloween <laughs> three. It's so fucking weird. It has nothing to do with Michael Myers or yeah. anything else. Any of the other characters. Yeah, it's yeah. so odd. It, it is really odd. I think it it is absolutely worth seeing. Um, just a, an oddity. It's just a it, strange. It, I it's love a it. Strange it's so movie. weird. So Halloween two, I'd say avoid. I guess a lot of people argue whether or not it's even you know meant to be included. It, yeah, it's, it's all right. You know, it's not a terrible sequel. It's it's not like to me this the first film is still kind of perfect. Second one, I can do Halloween without. Halloween two is like Third watching one, the Terminator. You know, he's getting shot like six <laughs> times, and he gets lit on shot in the face twice and blown up at the end. Yeah. So he's like a superhero yeah. by that or supervillain by that point. So well, let's continue. Halloween so Halloween three, 4. How about Halloween 4? Halloween 4, they tried to get back on track with the franchise. So they in, they introduced uh, Jamie so Halloween, Lloyd. Halloween 3 didn't do well, I guess, right? No, it didn't, Financially. It didn't pull in, it, which is funny because it actually made more than Halloween 5. And it made just as much as Halloween 4. But they yeah. were like, people don't like it. Where's they Michael shifted. Myers? Yeah. But if you watched it without expecting Michael Myers, you'd right. probably enjoy it just as like a standalone <laughs> Standalone film. movie, yeah. But they wanted to fix it, so Halloween four, they brought Michael Myers back. He escapes from he would he gets sent to a uh, insane asylum. Of course, I guess after he gets blown up <laughs> no. and shot in the face twice. Oh my! He gets God. shot in each eye, 
Uh, so he escapes from a mental hospital that he's been in for 10 years to the date on, of course, the night before Halloween. Right. And he goes to Haddonfield to kill people. Dr. Loomis comes back. And Pleasance? His, Pleasance? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Donald Pleasance comes back. Uh, and then Jamie Lloyd is introduced. It's Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. Okay. So she's Michael's niece, and Michael's trying to kill his niece. And it's established that it's blood. Yeah. Okay. So There's, she another has like a, film, fo- a photograph of right, Jamie Lee Curtis. Another film that's that's wholly dependent on that storyline that's right. now obliterated by the two, 2018 movie, but we'll talk about that in a second. So Halloween 4, is it worth seeing at all? Uh, barely. I, really? Yeah, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I, I, and based on that, I'm probably not going to check it out. We'll start We'll start just going R- through these. Through these them, yeah. They get worse and worse five. as you go. F- ha- okay, so 5 picks back up with... Uh, with Jamie Lloyd. At the end of Halloween 4, the, Jamie, Michael's niece, stabs her stepmother to death. And so you think that she's going to be the new Michael Myers. Right. They totally disregard that in Halloween 4. Now she's in a kid mental institution. Michael Myers breaks in to kill her. And then um, they, he's just trying to kill her the whole time. <laughs> they shoot him like 100 times and he falls into a well at the end. And okay. that's about it. So not not worth seeing there. No, they it, the yeah, effects these, are cheap. The masks have to go through are looking so like, cheap. Of any of the remaining six, were any of them worth mentioning for any reason? That well, I mean, they have these whole plot lines that they did. So Jamie Lloyd is, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis's niece. Okay. But you know that's a character that is reprised a few times. Yeah, so she's in three of them. Wow! So she's got three movies where she's same kind actress? of the lead. The same actress is in two of them, but in the last one, she's uh, reframed. She's like a it's different ten character. years later. So the actress right. Danielle Harris wanted to reprise her role. Get this: she was seventeen, so they didn't want her to. Dimension Films didn't want her to do it. it. So she emancipated herself, paid all the court fees. And they refused to pay her the five thousand dollars that she wanted wow. to be in the film. So she like wasted a bunch of money and did all this shit. And what? then they're like, "Oh, we got a different actress." Wow, brutal. Yeah, and it, it's that show it, it, business. Yeah, yeah. And then they kill the character off ten minutes in. Damn, so. that's cold blooded. That showbiz for <laughs> that's, you. That's the franchise. <laughs> that's the problem with franchising, man. I'm gonna come um, back to it. So they established the Thorn Cult. Michael Myers has a mysterious tattoo of a thorn on his wrist. That In he, six? What is this? Yeah, Halloween six uh, that he hasn't had before. I think maybe he has it in five. Does this develop, though? Like, is Are any of those movies worth seeing? Uh, Halloween? Not unless you really want to punish yourself and just like <laughs> see everything Michael Myers related. I mean, I guess there are some people who really love this shit. I think, yeah, I think so. I mean, people like Friday the 13th and, and yeah, Freddy Krueger and stuff like slasher movies and stuff. I mean, well, okay, so is are there any of them that you want to talk about other than the, those that we've touched uh, on? Not really. They get worse <laughs> and worse. There's one with Busta Rhymes. And he goes, yeah, get into that Trick or treat, motherfucker. And he oh karate kicks Michael, Myker, my, <laughs> Michael Myers. He goes, yeah. <laughs> no way. Up. Yeah, and My, then they so electric. Who else is in that? Uh, uh, that one? Tyra Banks. Tyra and, Banks. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's really. Which silly. one is that? That's Halloween Resurrection. Oh, Resurrection. okay. So and then H two Halloween Resurrection opens with Jamie Lee Curtis in a mental hospital, and Michael Myers goes there, and he stabs her in the chest and throws her off the roof, and she dies. Laurie Strode died in Halloween Resurrection. What, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. What? And then it sh- totally shifts. 
And then it's Busta Rhymes' story about these college kids that do a reality internet show in the Myers house. Yeah. And then that's it. And then Rob Zombie remade it two years or five years later. Wow. So this is... It's so convoluted. I mean, yeah, that's the real story of this franchise is how it's just a disaster. It's, it's weird. Like it's a dumpster really... <laughs> fire of a, of a franchise. There's no... Uh, there's not even a thread between yeah. these movies. They're Jamie all over the place in tone. Like point. they shift genre to genre. Like let's talk about. Actually, we definitely need to talk about Rob Zombie's versions of this, right? We can't oh, just yeah. skip over that. So, like Rob Zombie, terrible filmmaker to me. Just like I don't like his stuff at all. Anyway, but like his version of Halloween, I just did not like. And I guess I don't like where the franchise went. That it it's now just so reliant on brutality just like yeah like it, visceral stabs or just like these a lot crazy yeah a loud. lot of heavy sound effects like i'm gonna crush your skull i'm gonna like stomp your skull and it's just like yeah. too it's too much for me personally it's like i'm not really into well the original one barely had any blood right it's 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 more about building tension and real fear than just like how gratuitous can we make this like and it plays murder. on your mind your yeah. your brain is filling in all those spaces yeah, those details, you're, you're yeah. imagining yeah exactly kind of the blood you're wondering why he's there why he's killing people yeah. and the not knowing is what makes the movie effective. right and, and and rob zombie's movies are not scary at all there's no like fear for me there wasn't no. even any tension it's just like over the top and and just it's just gore horror, like it's just redneck nightmare, yeah, horror. fantasy kind of. It's just it's terrible. So those are you just avoid like the plague because I think those I didn't. Are just, I didn't enjoy those at all. Yeah, they were hard to make it through. Um, H two O. That one I remember probably seeing when I was a kid, renting that from like Blockbuster or something. Jamie Lee Curtis is back, right? Yeah. Twenty so years later, Halloween H two O. Twenty years later, uh, they're not in the water, but so that it's was called that. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. And then this one would be, this newest one would be Halloween H40, yeah. 40, 40 years later. If yeah, we so let's get into titles. this one. So the the now we're 40 years later. And I guess, I think what we talked about, it's obvious how much of a mess this is because we're just kind of stumbling through <laughs> like 10 or 11 different versions of this insane idea. And now we're at the point where in this film, right off, top they basically let you know like oh none of those movies even exist to us like we are picking this up as a sequel direct sequel to the the first first film and you think oh that might be a good idea because there's so much convoluted just nonsense that that makes up the rest of the franchise but it it doesn't turn out for me because i feel like if they're gonna do that they need to show some like reverence for the first film and like what it was or stay true to it more true to it if your argument is like oh these other movies aren't even true to the original those are just trash like we're just going to get rid of those like at least you can make something that's a little bit more true to the original to me this movie was like just a whole different thing it was like survival horror revenge fantasy kind it's, of it's totally, it's totally it's a little bit different it's, it's totally different so halloween, it's a different kind of film halloween 2018 or halloween h4 oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 40 years is later. about uh, Laurie Strode dealing with the traumatic uh, things that happened 40 years before. Uh, these two bullshit podcasters, much like <laughs> ourselves, <laughs> go to uh, go to We're get an interview with Michael Myers. We're making a podcast. Yeah. We're We'd making a podcast. Talk to you, Michael. You know. Yeah. So they go to get try to uh, interview Michael, Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, and sure enough, Michael Myers. Uh, 
bus crashes 40 years to the exact night whenever he killed the people before and he goes back to Haddonfield and murders people. Yeah. So the argument much. of this film, there's actually a point made in the film and, and, and one of the characters says to Laurie, they say, you know, like, what was all that about you being his sister? And they're like, oh no, someone just made that up to make themselves feel good. <laughs> That's like a quote from the dialogue. Right. So right. it basically is disregarding the idea that he's killing based on familial ties is out the window. Yeah. And he which, seems to be killing indiscriminately again, which could, again, I think be interesting. But I then like he's that still, idea better. It's, it's, it's creepier. But then he still ends up at Laurie Strode's house, and then they try to piece together this like haphazard, messy, clunky version of events where he would end up at her house even if he's well, killing indiscriminately. It, it yeah. didn't add up for me like in a lot of ways. Um and the movie is just, it's so unlike the original in that the cut, it, the, the editing is so point to point. It's so fast and modern in its pacing. And it's not, like, what I really liked about the first mil- movie is how deliberate the edit was, how long the cuts were, how, com- like, cumbersome his movement was, and how, like, yeah. I liked that about it. And this movie had none of that for me. It's all too, like in-my-face, action-packed, stomp this guy's skull, smash this guy's skull against this thing. It's it's just so brutal. It's, like, not even stabbings. It's, like, I'm going to smash your skull and all your teeth out and, like, break your skull <laughs> into pieces. It's just, like, it's just a little bit much for me. That's kind of where the genre has gone in the past 40 years. So the original Halloween so really sparked this whole genre. Friday the 13th came out shortly after that. Right. And then Freddy Krueger and everything like that. Every Every time you make a new one you have to up the ante oh my god now now we're uh, drowning in people ways, in a though. hot bath you now know what we're I mean? well i don't think it just has to rely on the murder scenes is what i'm saying or it doesn't the gore have to or the but that's violence. what people remember about this series uh, well but what i Past remember right but what i remember about the original which is my favorite of all of them it's the only one really to me that's worth seeing is that all of the things that make it unique still are what I like about it. I like that well, it yeah. isn't all the things that modern horror movies have come to represent, that it's just gratuitous violence and, like, gore. And all that stuff can be cool because it can be innovative in certain ways with practical effects and stuff like that. Yeah, but, and that's... But, and, that I, and I like that part of it, but, but it just... It doesn't It doesn't arrive for me, this movie. It seems super messy. The story was all over the place. Like, her involvement, if he's just out killing again, and he, he doesn't give a fuck who he's hit, he, he hits. Like, why is he back at Laurie Strode's house? Well, and, uh, so, yeah, it didn't add so up So, in me. the story, the uh, new Loomis, uh, Dr. Einstein, I don't know what the, his name is in the, in the <laughs> movie. He looks like Einstein. What? Let, let's find him. Uh, he's like obsessed with Michael Myers. He talks about being Loomis's protege and going to the state to have uh, Myers transferred under him. So he's kind of like this weird, creepy Michael Myers fanboy. Even when he meets Laurie Strode, right. he's like, I've read everything about you. I know all about you and Michael Myers. It and, goes off the rails, though, because but, basically he's represented as being this this Loomis-type character, the right. new Loomis. They say that a few times, like, oh, it's just like it's just so supposed to happen like that. Like, oh, that's the new Loomis, and we're just yeah. supposed to accept, like, oh, it's the new Loomis, okay. Like, And all those other movies, they weren't real. Okay, I got it. Like, It's just it's all over the place, but basically, eventually, this guy gets involved in the murders and puts the mask on. And he's like, so he was this doctor who's otherwise been very uh, normal. For the last 40 years, he's been working with Michael and and trying to help him live a normal life and keep him 
you know, right, keep him docile. And, yeah. <laughs> and now all of a sudden he's a fanboy, well, sycophant who's going to murder Laurie Strode and well, see what happens. He says that and, he never got to see him in the wild, and he's almost like a wild animal. He wants to unleash him and see what he does. Yeah, it it is a little forced. I'll give you that. A little, but a compared, little, dude, compared to some of, compared to Busta Rhymes with a yeah. with a camera on his head saying. Trick or treat, motherfucker! So like what, it's pretty. It's it's what do you pretty think? toned down. What did you think of this? You, did you like it, man? I liked it a lot more than you did. Well, uh, you there th- were like, some you, things you I really. Li- there were some shots I liked in it. So the opening title shot is like a reverse kind of of the original one. It shows a a rotten jack o' lantern and yeah. then pumps it back up to a fully formed a jack-o-lantern. pumpkin in decay that that is then rewound. You know, it shows itself being rewound. Basically, the tape showing back to it, form. Yeah. And it's very much reminiscent of this series, and this is a totally rotten, destroyed, dead series, (laughs) and they pumped a little bit of life back into it, and at least tried to introduce some new concepts, and I feel like by movie 11, you're like, what do we do? Let's just scrap everything. Fuck it. There's no Thorn Colt. There's not these other Jamie Lee Curtis I'm not opposed to that as an idea because I get that it kind of cleans it. It could potentially clean it up, but but at least then make a coherent movie because this wasn't even coherent. It was just, it was super messy. It's like, like you're saying it has some, some strengths. uh, I think artistically it did. Ultimately, I don't know. it was so messy. It did for some me. some similar uh, like camera tricks, some follow shots. The editing uh, for me, I didn't like at all. I didn't really wasn't a fan of the way that it looked overall. I, I and what I was saying to you is I was kind of laughing and just saying like I don't really even care what these characters are up to forty years <laughs> later. Like I'm seeing this really, uh, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis is just so much older now. It's like I'm just not really that invested in like where she's been for the last 40 years. She's not, she doesn't mean she's like, act <laughs> she doesn't mean as <laughs> much to me as like Luke Skywalker. You know what I mean? It's not like I have that same, well, like it's, love it's for that interesting character. that you bring this up because this movie reminded me a lot of the force awakens really? in that, you know, we have to hit these, these marks, right? Oh, we got John Carpenter back to do the music. It's going to be like the original. We're right. going to have follow shots. We're going to show the Jack lantern right. We have the mask. Right. He's going to wear a jumpsuit. It's Michael Myers. They have the little miniature of the Myers home in Laurie Strode's yeah. home. There are some I subtle mean, homages and stuff like, like that. They do like the sheet subtle, thing, yeah. the ghost sheet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They not have so the closet subtle. door. It it hits all the marks just like Force Awakens. Yeah. And I noticed that a lot uh, watching it the second time. Yeah. But I still did enjoy it more than any of the other sequels except for Halloween 3, which I'm is gonna... one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give this, and I'm gonna give it like, I feel like I'm being, I would be, uh, being generous, like maybe a one and a half. What? For me. I'm gonna go one and a half. Yeah. Did you think I the comedy element it. was too heightened? I didn't like it. I, I feel like every movie that I see with any kind of comedic timing is is kind of paced like an Apatow movie where it yeah. seems semi improvisational or like somehow human the stuff with the little kid and, yeah yeah uh, just that kind of dialogue you know to me it's it, it's reminiscent of like some of judd apatow's stuff but like well danny mcbride done, did co-write this so it is a very <laughs> right, similar right, right. style but it's of just comedy. done n- not near as effectively here for me and i i didn't really like the comedic timing i didn't i wasn't involved with the characters the casting didn't add up for me wasn't i just didn't i don't care about any of those characters at the end of the day maybe jamie lee curtis definitely more than her daughter and her granddaughter in this movie i i just was not interested in that plot you didn't line like at uh, all. 
Not interested. You didn't like Kitty from Arrested Development? Not interested. You weren't. No, not interested. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it just, I'm going to, yeah, 1.5. What do you, what do you think? Man, I'm going to give it you higher. Like I'm going to be generous this Halloween. This is our first Halloween special also. Yeah. Um, Happy Halloween. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have one next year if we're still around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we're doing it. <laughs> I think, uh, I think so. I'm Why gonna, not? Man, I kind of liked it. In in a weird way, you liked it. That's cool. I like I mean, bad movies, but to me, yeah. this wasn't even that bad. Like compared to some of the other shit in this yeah. franchise. Well, you also have that as a lens to see through because I didn't. Yeah, I am not. But I, if you I look didn't... at the Rotten Tomato scores, there's like two of them that are positive right. and nine of them that are rotten. Yeah, and this one. Uh, I think it's dropped a little bit. I think it's at seventy nine percent right yeah. now. But that was surprising for me, honestly, because I just didn't think it added up. I to feel that like much. they they tried something different and in a creative way, and it wasn't just like a total cash grab. Right. I don't uh, know. I don't, I, see, I'd like to think that there was something more artistic behind it. Yeah. The music is awesome. Know. The John the Carpenter great, score yeah. is great. great. I want to give it like a. Like a three point five. Wow! As far we as really this franchise goes, this is the best, cream of the, crop. the best sequel, yeah. other than Halloween three, which is a masterpiece <laughs> <laughs> of of schlocky eighties. So films. there you have it. Uh, happy Halloween! We did it. Uh, <laughs> you saw all eleven of those movies. How I long? Did. How long did it take? You? Uh, it many, took a couple, couple of weeks? weeks for sure. Two weeks? Yeah. Three weeks? At least two weeks. Maybe like two and a half. Because I I just. And, the, the, just the a weird thing for is, punishment. there's just, so many different cuts of all the movies. So even Halloween one and two, there's TV cuts because they used to show movies on TV before VCRs yeah. came out. So they would show Halloween like once a year. Yes, yeah. But yeah. it didn't fit the time slot, so they actually had to go back and shoot extra scenes with like Doctor Loomis and stuff and put it in. So there's a TV cut of of Halloween one and two. The original what? ones, and I didn't know that until after I was already at like four or something. Wow! But, and then there's a producer's cut of the sixth one. I've never <sighs> heard of a producer's cut of a film before. That's insane. And uh, Mustafa Akkad that produced yeah. all uh, of the original. This movie eight. was dedicated to him. Yeah, he actually died uh, like in 2005. I don't know. Yeah, he died in a, a in like a terrorist no. attack. Oh no! And Jordan, yeah. Wow. But he was re- heavily involved with the series, so they dedicated it. Yeah. Wow. But... <laughs> <It's such> a, <laughs> the note we <laughs> end on. <laughs> and then this guy got murdered. No. Um... And then uh, <laughs> no, Doctor Lumit, uh, Donald Pleasance died while the sixth one was in post production. So he didn't. Uh, he didn't actually even get to see the sixth one finished, and that's why there's a producer's cut and a theatrical cut. But. <laughs> there you go. The more you know. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Get out there. Go to the movies. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs>